So welcome to the Embrace Your Destiny podcast. My name is Sandra Dawes and I'm your host. And today we're talking with Anna Wilk. And Anna is a mentor who works with women who are ready to conquer their fears, build confidence, and take their business and private life to the next level. She is currently working on a mastermind program and ultimately she wants to support women so so their children grow into educated, confident adults. And Anna, we met in September of 2017 in Mallorca. We've been a member of the Female Entrepreneurs Association. I know I joined in 2016. I think you've been there much longer than I have. And it was just such an amazing experience to meet you in person after, you know, seeing each other in the Facebook group and that sort of thing. But that that experience in Spain was was an amazing one. Mm, thank you for having me. Um, yes, it was really lovely, you know, connect through um, FEA and then meet each other in, in person because it's, it's such a different experience uh, to uh, what we experience in, uh, in the online world. Uh, and um, yeah, it, it, it's, I've been in uh, FEA since 2014 and uh, so I've been a, a while there and uh, I've um, seen many um, ladies growing uh, her very wings and um, taking on new adventures and I'm uh, really happy to be on your podcast today. And I'm so excited to have you and so for those of you who may be new to the podcast the purpose of the Embrace Your Destiny podcast is really to showcase the stories of women who have been through their own trials and tribulations in life but they've found that silver lining they've seen the light at the end of the tunnel and they've been able to get through to the other side stronger for that experience that once seemed very negative. And so, Anna, I would love to hear your story and your experience. Um, Yes. Um, So my story started in 2003. Um, You know, that was one of my biggest challenges. Um, At the time, I was living in Poland, and I started my first um, business, which was a, a physical shop I was selling lovely little gifts and uh, at the time I it was just the beginning um, of my adventure as an entrepreneur and um, Polish economy is very different to the rest of the Europe and um, and the world we we struggled with uh, communism and, and with different uh, uh, political parties um, so for me the biggest challenge there was uh, you know how do I um, manage that without you know having much of uh, uh, financial support and um, I was doing okay I was doing fine um, but I realized uh, that the biggest strain on my uh, finances were p- paying for my insurance and uh, believe it or not uh, I was paying um, you know three times for my insurance like national insurance um, contribution uh, three times more than I was paying for renting a place to um, to run a shop um, so quickly my debt um, um, started to grow and I had to find out um, you know a, a way how how I can sustain that and how I can you know keep doing what I was doing um, and um, there wasn't much of of a choice for me at the time and um, I think you know sometimes in the um, in extreme situations, we need um, extreme um, solutions. Um, I had a friend who who was living at the time in England, and I thought maybe if I come um, over and um, I work in a you know somewhere in a you know low 
level job maybe i can get you know some money and uh, and try to you know keep my uh, business going um so after you know maybe two or three months thinking and you know struggling to you know how i'm gonna find myself in england i don't really uh i haven't been to england before i ha- i don't really speak language I don't have um, you know any required uh, you know documents to you know find legal work you know what how I'm gonna do it uh, uh, but I was determined I was really determined to um, keep my business going and uh, you know keep this passion for what I what I really wanted to create you know um, I was selling a lovely um, handmade soaps and, and beautiful little um, gifts uh, um, and, I, and I saw, you know, and I saw future for myself, you know, not working for someone else, but working for, for myself. Um, so I scrambled all the money. I, I literally had probably around 300 pounds. Um, I took my backpack. Uh, I jumped on a uh, bus because I couldn't afford, uh, afford a plane ticket. Um, and we didn't have a cheap flight at the time. It was 2003. Uh, and I came over to England. Um, my plan was to stay maybe two or three months, earn some money on a yeah low-paid job, and go back. Uh, so that was fifteen years ago. Great. And uh, I knew only one one person here. Uh, I as I said, I didn't speak any English. I I was determined to. Uh, not to keep myself in a in a debt, I wanted to keep my business going. Um, so yeah, I, I came over, and I remember the next day when I arrived, um, I was walking through South London um, in Camberwell and thinking, "What on earth have you done?" It's like you just suddenly this reality hit me, like you're standing in the middle of the massive city, like you know, city. There's not many cities like London in the world. Um, you don't speak the language. You have no right to stay here longer than two weeks because you are on a tourist visa. You have to figure it out. And you have no um, family there either. I have no family, no. Um, so for me, it was like a, a bucket of cold water over my head. Uh, but at that time, it was just it was too late. I was here. <laughs> So there was no way of, you know, I could, you know, pack my bags, but there was something, you know, stronger in me. And and I just, I have to make it work. I just have to make it work. Um, And at the time, I knew only of one place where I can possibly, uh, you know, go and and ask if they they take anyone. Uh, I knew there were, you know, other foreigners working and they were, uh, it wasn't, you know, the most legal place, but um, we knew we're not going to be in trouble. Um, so I've stayed and, um, I meant to go back to Poland for Christmas. And at that time I realized I don't need to struggle, you know, in England, if I really want something, I can achieve it, uh, without, um, you know, putting strain on myself and being so stressed and, uh, you know, paying, you know, triple for, you know, for what I pay for my renting my place, um, to pay my insurance. Um, national insurance contribution because the economy in Poland is really different um, and running a business in, is, is very different. So 
I've decided to stay. And then in 2004, uh, Poland joined European Union, which becomes, you know, completely new, you know, different story because then we could, you know, go and get any job we wanted. Um, and through that time, I, uh, I decided to go to college. I decided to learn the language. I've decided to, you know, get some qualifications. And within two years, I was working as a, um, assistant manager in a shop and, um, I knew it was temporary and I knew this is um, just a, like a little, you know, a, a bus stop to, you know, going back and, and running my own business again. It was just a matter of time. So um, it was really hard work. And, you know, I remember, you know, sometimes thinking, what on earth I'm doing here? I am, um, I've got MBA. I've done, you know, um, I finished university in Poland. I've got a degree. Uh and I am just doing low-key jobs here, um, you know, going back to college, you know, sitting, uh, you know, in a in a chair and, and studying the language I, I don't really speak. Um, and trying to, you know, to figure it out, all my, you know, for myself, like, you know, from the beginning, like you are, you know, at the school again and, and you try to think, you know, um, what you should be doing next and how to make it work. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting experience and kind of going back to basics and forgetting, um, what I had, you know, back in Poland, I had family, I had friends, I had, um, a life. You know, yeah. yeah, a life. And, and, um, I actually was very much involved in, you know, bringing Poland to European Union. I was, uh, since I was 16, um, I was working with government and organizing conferences and workshops, um, educating uh, students and college kids about uh, European Union. So for me, it was something like really completely starting from scratch uh, because, yeah, I, I could have, you know, work in Warsaw, work in politics, do, you know, completely different things. Um, and yet I chose, you know, come over and, and start again from the scratch, from literally beginning. Um, and, you know, through these years, um, establish myself, uh, build a business from the scratch again, uh, really put my work, really work hard on. Uh, um, but it is possible. And, you know, my biggest, uh, I think my biggest lesson from that is if you really put your mind to something and if you really want to achieve it, um, you can do it, and um, it, it is a hard work, you know. I don't, and sometimes you have to forget who you are and w what you achieved in the previous life or yeah. before, uh, and just get over your pride and ego, um, and keep, you know, putting one step in front of another. I think that's the um, the challenge, though, right? Is that. Mm -hmm. It's it's a humbling experience, right? Whenever we yes. we go into uncharted territory, when we want to try something new, but there's this pull, right? Because I think that yeah. you felt that that there was this pull to do more. That even yeah. if you had to do these things, that they were just temporary. That this was just a means to an end. And sometimes we have to do things just to get yes. us where we really want to go right and it's yes. not and not fight it and know that it isn't forever it's just a means to get us where we need to go so as long as you stay committed and focused on that final destination what you're working towards then mm. that 
that stuff doesn't doesn't discourage you as much as it could. Yeah, and I think if you focus, you know, on where are you going rather than of on what might happen or you know what might go wrong or then you you know this you are good you are you're all fine you just need to stay focused on the end goal and you know sometimes it's whatever it takes you know yes. uh, I seriously remember I was have at some point I was having three different jobs and going to the college uh, in the evening because I knew this is my only way I mean I cannot understand that you know this country law and how I can start a business and how I can without actually speaking the language and I was buying you know business writing books like you know the, the I needed to learn whole vocabulary I needed to you know go to the stages of you know understanding how things work on what you know what the words mean and how how I can you know register my business how do I talk to people how do I um, you know, operate fully in this country. And it, it was um, from the beginning. I, and I think, I don't know if I, uh, if I made this choice consciously or not, but I actually, I never lived or worked with, uh, for like longer period of time with Polish people. And I never, it, it somehow, in some, some ways I disconnected myself because I knew if I stayed in that community, I will not be able to get where I wanted to go. Um, but you so, had to expand your circle. Yes. Um, and I think there's more, lots of people, lots of immigrants, uh, immigrants in, 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 in America as well, you know, talking about that, you know, if you stay in, in a Chinatown, you still, you still, it's, it's almost like you live still in China and, you know, just, ex, just stretching yourself and going towards something you know, unknown and trusting that this is at the end it will work. Um, I think it's really important and 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 trusting that you know you your gut feeling and uh, and you know getting out of your comfort zone. I mean, you know, if you can do anything, just get out of your comfort zone. You know, once a day and try something different because this is where you can actually learn and expand. Um, yeah, I think that for me the challenge has been I'm. I'm a bit too analytical sometimes. So I spend a lot of time in my head and I know that that's been, sometimes it's a blessing, sometimes it's a curse because I know that there are times when my intuition is leading me one way, but my brain won't, can't see why I should do that. You know what I mean? So there's yeah, no yeah. rationale to it. So I don't do it, but I always find that when I go against what my instincts are telling me, it always ends up going not the way I want it to. So I've learned to yeah. trust my instincts even when it doesn't always make sense because I don't think that your instincts ever, when you realize that, that, is, that it is your instincts that are kicking in and not fear mm. or anything like that, that you yeah. are being led in the right direction. You just have yeah. to trust it. Yeah, and I think this is like a common, common, common theme. Like I, I see that often. Um, we, as a women, and in general, like human being, we, we, we are scared to trust this instinct. We're scared to trust our gut feeling, and sometimes the reason behind it is because we don't know ourselves well enough. Yes. So we don't, we don't know what actually when we actually hear this little voice in our head, but. Um, that we should listen to it because it's based on some of our internal truth and we 
which is always with us and was always with us. And um, our bodies, it, it's like ingrained in, in, in our body. You, we always deep down, we, we do know. Even if, you know, sometimes it might be like it's, um, you know, it's, you know, this crazy voice. It's like, you know, it's, it's not rational. You know, how, how I should be doing this, it's completely irrational and against everything you believe. Uh, but if we trust God, uh, I think this is where, you know, real progress can happen. Yeah, I think so. And, um, well, I know so, because I know that when I've taken those leaps of faith that didn't make any logical sense, that mm. that's when some amazing things have happened in my own life. And mm. so I know that when I trust my instincts, when I go ahead and do things, whether I can rationalize it or not, that I'm always pleasantly surprised. It's never a disappointment. So mm. it's just understanding that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And so even when things don't work out, it's not... Um, it's not a reflection of you. It's just that it wasn't the right time or it's not the right path for you to take. And mm. um, yeah, it's just really trying to understand that and be okay with it and not trying mm. to, to fight it. Mm. I mean, even look at my, my journey, like, you know, thinking about, you know, think about it. It's like, you know, 25 year old woman with a backpack and 300 pounds in a pocket traveling over 20 hours on a bus on her own to a country she never been to, she, you know, the language she never um, spoke. That's crazy, but I knew I have to do it. Like, you know, you, I wouldn't recommend, like, you're thinking back, I was like, how on earth have you done it? You know, you wouldn't recommend it to anyone, like, you know, oh, yeah, okay, you know, grab a bug and, and just you know, go for it. And, yeah. just, and just go for it. Um, and, but, you know, I had this deep feeling inside me and I knew this is what I wanted to do. Um, even if I didn't, I couldn't explain it, you know, properly, you know, why is that? And, and there were, you know, there were different things, you know, happening in my life at the time. And, you know, I'm sure they had in some way, one way or another, uh, impact on my decision. Uh, but, um, you know, trusting this instinct, um, and really knowing that I will be all right, whatever, whatever happens, I can, uh, I can deal with it. Uh, because I, I know myself, um, I think it's it's a you know huge lesson for me. And uh, you know, thinking now, you know, would I do it again? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes you know, you come through uh, things like that and situations like that, and and you know, deep down, you know, this is what you have to do. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know. It's a blessing for me looking, you know, 15 years later, uh, I am perfectly happy where I am. This is my home. I've got um, amazing business. Uh, I have a partner uh, who is supportive. Um, I have a community around me. I have lovely business buddies like you, Sandra. Uh, and, you know, life couldn't be better. Uh, you know, probably if someone told me that 15 years ago, this is how you're going to end up, I probably would not believe it. But uh, it's, a, it's a completely different uh, position. Uh, but I, I would really encourage everyone to, to trust their gut, gut instinct and, and really just plan up your, you know, whatever you need to do. Uh, think about, you know, where you're going and focus on where you're going and stick to it. 
Anna, what do you think helped you in the beginning? Was, did you have, were you spiritual at that time? Did you have a spiritual practice? Like what got you through those challenging times when you first um, moved out to the UK? I don't know. I've been always, uh, I've got, I've got always very strong, um, you know, life force in me, um, you know, survival. There was, that was always very strong. And um, at the time I didn't have a spiritual practice and I wasn't working on myself as much as I'm working now. But last 10 10 years, um, and I I talk a lot about that, um, I've been meditating every day. um, And that uh, hugely had a a massive, uh, you know, if I can point out to one, one single thing, which which helped me achieving what I've got now is uh, in meditation um, and, uh, you know, personal development. You know, that's what I've done last 10 years. And I think it had to be somewhere there because there is not a chance that, you know, um, you know, being driven to, to that point in my life right now, um, if there wasn't something stronger in me. Uh, but meditation um, and journaling and self-development, I've done lots of, in in past 10 10 years um as soon as i learned english i I wanted to uh um get um you know all the books and you know um, retreats and mentors and coaches uh to improve myself um it was very interesting journey uh, at the times and i learned a lot um I, I always there was something I remember even as a um, you know as a teenager I always wanted to you know I knew there's something more and there was something um, I don't I don't I don't think it's a religion like uh, because I'm coming from a very Catholic you know ninety eight percent of Polish people are Catholic and they go to you know church on Sunday it never was my thing you know I was brought up with in that. Um, um ecosystem if you call it um in in family and it was very, we were very religious but i never thought that's the only thing there is um and i guess it took me you know years to to realize and maybe that led me to you know to search for something else um but yes in a, in a short um, you know, if I have to put it in the short words, it will be meditation uh, and journaling. Just really, I think that goes back again to, you know, really knowing yourself, really, you know, if you can invest in anything, just to get to know yourself, you know, what it is uh, you are about. Yeah, I think self-awareness is so mm. important because once you start to really learn about yourself and what drives you and you know, and even connecting with your purpose and what you're really put here to do, that that makes such a difference in your life because yeah. it gives you a different sense of clarity and um, and it motivates you in a different way because you're not doing things because you have to do them. You're doing them because you really want to do them. Yes, and I think part of that is, you know, we see um, uh, recently a lot of, um, you know, there is so much going on online and you can see, you know, many people trying to, you know, there's so much noise and we try, they all try to, to be someone and, and, you know, get clients and promote their business. But I, I see, you know, lots of people 
being lost with it because they don't know who they are and then they have brilliant mentors and they try to be just like them, but not without actually putting what they are about into the, the learning they, they get. Yes. Um, um, and I think that can be, um, it can be in a long term, it can be really damaging because um, if you don't know yourself and if you follow someone, um, you might end up, you know, in nowhere. Um, right, because you're getting pulled in so many different directions yeah. because there's so yeah. many, so much information out there telling you mm. how you should be doing whatever it is yeah. you're trying to do. Right. Yeah. And so you can, yeah, be trying all these different methods and not really figuring out what mm. works for you because you don't know mm. yourself to really know what would work for you. So you're trying yeah. everything and not really focusing on one thing to really get you where you want to go. Yeah. And, and there's, you know, the symptom of, you know, shiny penny. I mean, if I was, you know, thinking back, you know, if I was still living in Poland and trying to, you know, figure out what to do with my business, I probably would, you know, close it down um, and do as everyone else was doing, you know, probably get a job and I would still live there, uh, probably happy married with children and, um, you know, things like that, but not... Uh, growing as much because I think that experience really opened the door for me to grow and reevaluate my life and and do something different with my life. So Anna you talked about you know the lesson you learned from your journey what advice Mm. would you give to someone who was thinking about doing something like what you did, like leaving their home country and going somewhere brand new? Mm. Really research that, really just, you know, ask yourself what, what what is the reason why you're going, you know, what's your plan, how, how you know, what you're going to do once you get there and, um, and create your plan B and plan C. Uh, when I came, yeah, I think it's really, and and maybe that's what made me, you know, when I came over, I actually had the open ticket on my, you know, on my, uh, on my bus. And uh, I meant to, so the open, uh, I had a ticket to, return ticket for two weeks after I arrived. So I always knew if it was like really bad, I could go back on that bus two weeks later after I arrived. Uh, but I realized, you know, maybe I can make it work. And within a week, I found uh, uh, a job, paid job. And I realized I can make it work for longer. So I went to the um, travel travel agent and I, I I opened the ticket so I can go back. If things go wrong, I can go back by Christmas. So there was always this, like, a, you know, safety net. So I always knew, worst case scenario, I can go back on the same thing, I don't have even, I don't even have to spend money on thinking about, you know, how I'm going to get home. I have always this ticket and that, and I, in some ways, because I had this security, um, it actually helped me, you know, keep going and, and stretching myself. And I still have that ticket. <laughs> or not. Uh, so there is an option, you know, and it just makes it safe because you think, you know what? It, it, when it comes, you know, if it comes to wars, I can always use that ticket. Of course, I cannot use my ticket, but there is always ticket home. Yeah, I think that's um, 
the big thing is you have to sometimes when you're on the fence about something you just have to ask yourself what's the worst that could happen because I yeah. think sometimes we create these you know nightmare worst case scenarios in our mind and the chances yeah. of them ever happening are slim to none and even if it did happen you know is it gonna be the end of your life can, will you be able to bounce back and I think that that's um mm-hmm. we can talk ourselves out of doing things so often because yeah. we we focus on what could go wrong when we could just shift our focus and think about what amazing things could happen yeah exactly. once you have that ticket once you have that ticket you can focus on the good things and and you you always know because you figure out you know what what is the worst can happen and create a plan for what, what you know what do I need if worse happen? You know, how, you know, how it will not look like to me and how can I make it, you know, impact me less and how I can prepare myself if you do that. And, you know, I talk about it a lot in business as well. You know, prepare yourself financially, you know, set aside, you know, a money, if, you know, if there is a, you know, a bad month and then you have to still pay your VA or things like that just put money on the side so so you don't feel like you know it's the end of the world and you cannot go in because things like that happen all the time like you know we had a massive recession and people uh, you know lost their job and they couldn't pay the mortgages and things like that but if we prepare ourselves there's always plan B at the back we don't have to focus too much on it but just you know make it once and and just go for whatever it is for in front of you, uh, because because you know if you know worst case scenario you can you can always go back to plan B. Right. So it's just really about being prepared. Hmm. In in one you know one way or another, whatever it is, open ticket or yeah. or just a little bit money on the side or. You know, if it doesn't work in this country, can I go to some other country? You know, just. I'm just, you know, thinking about it. I just, it was just a one friend I knew here and no one else. And it's like, it, it worked because it, I made it work. Um, and, and everyone else can make it work. Uh, you just have to be determined and very resourceful and, and really look for solutions when things don't work. And have this resilience, and you know what? Sometimes you will have to sleep, you know, on a single mattress, um, in a shared house when you where you don't know anyone. Because that, you know, I had these situations as well when you know I was between houses, um, and I was living with people I didn't know. Yeah, you have to be flexible. Yeah, uh, but this is where the adventure is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you, can learn. you really learn a lot about yourself yeah. that way, I think. Yeah. yeah, and you stretch yourself, and you know. And but I think not. Not many people are willing to, you know, start their business. Not many people are, um, you know, successful and in, in running their business. Um, so you know, you have to measure what what is for you. And it's like you know, are you gonna settle for? Um, average or you're going to do something amazing and you know amazing things if you want amazing things you need to do amazing things and you, need to, you really need to push yourself uh because if that was easy everyone would be doing would be doing it yes that's right anna thank you so much for sharing your story your experiences and your and your wisdom i um to please tell people where they can find you 
thank you so much, Sandra, for having me. Uh, I really enjoyed this um, interview, and you know, reflecting on my on my past journey as well, um, it, it it brought you know some uh, great memories uh, for me. Um, I like to hang up or hang out on uh, Instagram recently. It's my favorite um, social media, so do find me uh, there and Anna Wilk, uh, com, or visit my website, which is annawilk.com. And if you are in a, a members club, uh, please do say hello. <laughs> and um, if you're in your car listening or working out and listening right now, you can go back to the show notes and Anna's website and social media links will be in, in, the, in the notes. So you can find her and connect with her and learn more about her there as well. So again, Anna, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. And we'll be connecting again soon. Thank you very much, Sandra, and everyone else. Enjoy your day, guys.